Hi, it's Ryan McKean here on Connecticut Injury Answers Podcast, and I'm here today to talk about the uh, risk of going to trial. Um, You know, really the goal of the legal system is to produce certain and repeatable results, and um, even with the very most experienced trial lawyers and uh, judges, um, results seem anything but repeatable. Um, and, And really, in essence, it's because um, look, our system is human, and you know who is in a jury box, who the judges, um, all matter tremendously, and those are sort of the last known uh, variables in any case. Um, so, if you're faced with going to trial, this episode is going to explore, you know, the risks of trial. Um, you know, certainly, you know, the ideal reward of a trial is that you get more money or a better result than what it is the insurance company was offering you prior to trial. Um, but there are, um, there are sort this, this episode deals with the risks. Um, and one of the risks is losing at trial. Um, there are cases in Connecticut, even car accident cases, where it's a rear-end car accident. Somebody stopped at a light, and um, the, the defendant admits that they are responsible for the car accident. Um, and the jury will return a defense verdict. Um, it happens. Um, that verdict should not happen uh, under our law. If a jury followed the law, it really should never happen, uh, but it does. So one of the risks in any case, and even what appears to be the biggest layup of, uh, of a case of all, a rear-end car accident case, where the defendant admits liability, uh, you run the risk of, of losing. Uh, the second risk of going to trial is that you receive less money that, than has been offered to you in settlement. Um, you know, it's it's very unlikely that the uh, defense lawyer is going to stand up and suggest to the jury the amount that the insurance company was willing to pay you for a settlement. Um, in fact, they're probably going to offer you less. Maybe it's a third of that amount. Um, they're going to suggest to the jury that they pay you, you know, you know, a, a third of what they were offering before trial. Um, so, and if the jury follows them, uh, there's a chance that you end up with less money uh, than was, was offered to you uh, a, a settlement. Um, you know, a third risk here is that, you know, you owe your lawyer costs. In Connecticut, um, all fee agreements are required uh, to have expenses advanced by the attorney, but also reimbursable by the, uh, by the client. Um, and if so, if the if if for example, uh, there are experts and filing fees and those things, and there's a defense verdict and there's no money, you may owe your lawyer money. Um, now at our firm, we have you know very specific language on this, very clear language. Um, we don't chase our clients uh, for, for money, um, but uh, you know not every firm operates the way we do, and it's certainly one of, of the risks. Another risk is that you owe the defendant cost. Um, after winning at trial, the defense can file what's known as a bill of cost and get reimbursed for costs of the trial, witness fees, depositions, and some expert testimony. Um, you know, depending on the kind of trial, it could be uh, hundreds of dollars or it could be thousands of dollars. Um, and, um, one of the other uh, very undesirable outcomes is a defendant sues you. Um, if one of the elements of vexatious litigation is that a prior lawsuit has terminated in favor of a party, 
and sometimes when parties get sued, they win, uh, they don't like it, and they turn around and sue the plaintiff. Um, vexatious litigation cases are pretty uncommon in car accident cases, but it can happen. Um, as vexatious litigation claims in general are, are very tough to bring, but it doesn't stop lawyers and people from bringing them. Uh, in fact, they are on, um, on, on the rise in Connecticut, those kinds of claims. Um, one of the other things that may happen is a jury may render a good verdict in your favor, and the defendant can file a motion for remitter to reduce the amount of the verdict, asking the court to reduce the amount of the verdict. So the fact that the jury uh, sheet is 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 may not be the final uh, may not be the final word into what the verdict actually ends up being. Um, the defendant can certainly seek what's known as a collateral source reduction. Um, and a collateral source uh, reduction would be a collateral source law is designed to prevent a plaintiff from, you know, essentially double dipping into getting paid money on two different insurance policies. Um, so um, if there is a no right of uh, subrogation, a collateral source hearing after a trial may reduce the amount of the verdict uh, based upon what maybe uh, a health insurance company paid. Um, but that again is something you've got to talk to uh, with with your with your lawyer about collateral source issues, as they are always issues that need to be discussed in settlement and um, and litigation. Um, another thing is, is everything goes right, everything goes your way, and the defendant appeals. Uh, they have 20 days in Connecticut from judgment to file an appeal, um, and you know appeals themselves can take a year, 18 months, two years, sometimes even longer. Um, and sometimes if you lose the appeal, you lose your case. Sometimes if you lose the appeal, you uh, have to retry your case, depending on what the appellate court does. Um, so, um, you know, an appeal, a trial court verdict, a judge signing off on the verdict may not be the end. Uh, you may, in fact, face uh, an appeal. Um, another potential issue is that the defendant goes bankrupt. Um, in the event of bankruptcy, um, it may uh, stall the. It may. It's certainly going to freeze any legal proceedings, um, and it may ultimately uh, extinguish any debt that is owed uh, to you as a plaintiff. Um, if there is an adequate insurance coverage, uh, you know you may have to chase the defendant for money, put liens uh, on their property, um, you know, get executions on wages, all those kinds of things. Um, and those are the basic risks associated, the basic downside risks associated with any personal injury trial uh, in Connecticut. And, you know, it's really, it's really important that even uh, no matter how strong a lawyer thinks a case is, that they discuss these risks with the client. Um, and that way the client can make an informed idea as to whether or not to proceed with trial um, or settle a case. Thank you very much for listening. It's Ryan McKean here at Connecticut Trial Firm. Thank you.